Tom, we need more HP toner. I'll get right on it, Maria. Now, I could go to the big box office supply company where I'm just a number, but I love dealing with Ferritech, the company that supplies our HP toner, printers, and service. They know how to treat their customers. They're an authorized HP vendor. They locally manufacture their own toner cartridges, and it's recycled. Tom! Uh-oh, what now? Ferritech, a customer-obsessed HP retailer. Visit ferritech.com. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in Atlanta, it's time for Gwinnett Chambers Monthly Radio Show, Open for Business. Spotlighting the top chamber members in Gwinnett, Open for Business is brought to you by Veritech. Veritech, great people, remarkable service. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Open for Business here on Business Radio X, broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Once again, this is open for business. And on this show, we like to highlight and feature members of the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. And we've got a couple of great organizations today that we're going to be talking with. Uh, Anna Soler with uh, Say So is here in the studio. And also Judine Lynch and Peter James with Certified Home Care of Georgia. And we will start with our first guest, uh, Anna Soler. And if I could roll my R's, Anna, <laughs> I, I would great. say it's so you're much better. But your company is called SESO. It's S-E-S-O. Yes. Tell our listeners what your company does. Well, we are a uh, source of professional development opportunities for bilingual professionals who are seeking to become interpreters in the school system and also in the medical field. We also provide customized cultural humility trainings for mostly for school districts to help teachers and administrators um, work with students who may be um, adjusting to a new culture and a new language here in the United States. How long has SESO been around and why did you decide to start the company? Um, so the company's dream um, is about 20 years old, but we actually <laughs> started the company about five years ago. And the reason I started the company is because I wanted to combine my experience, my personal experience as a person who came to the United States and had to adjust to a new culture, but also my professional experience after having worked with Gwinnett County Public Schools for a long time, training their professional um, folks to become professional interpreters, but also their, um, their administrators to, to kind of help families become more involved in the school system. And I would think in the school system and in the medical field, uh, you know, understanding each other is so, so important. Absolutely. So it's a matter of not just uh, the language, but also creating those cultural bridges and actually, you know, reaching out to patients, reaching out to the families and getting them you know, more comfortable in that environment. Can, can you give us the definition in the, the, the difference between a translator and an interpreter? So actually recognizing that difference between a translator and an interpreter is crucial. Many of us are able to do both. A translator is somebody who can produce um, a document in a different language. An interpreter can actually do that in a verbal verbal format. So they'll do it orally. They're two different, completely different skills. Not everybody can do both. And so it's important for companies who are using interpreters to make sure that they can also are able to to read and write in their other language because not many people can do that. You're in a, a great area, obviously, Gwinnett County, for the for yes. what you do. Mm-hmm, absolutely. How much of that was was the incentive to to get this thing off the ground years ago? Um, um, quite a bit. Um, so our county is 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 very very diverse. We have a, a rich um, diversity of um, folks coming in. We have um, a high Korean population. We have 
large Chinese population. We have a large Vietnamese population and, of course, Spanish speakers. And so having worked in Gwinnett County for so long gave me the opportunity to really take a look at that and, and determine how, how to reach out to those communities. A lot of the people that work for the companies and the businesses here do speak a lot of English, but sometimes their, their families, the, their parents may not, the students may not. And so there, there was a lot of gap in terms of uh, being able to adjust to a new system. We're talking with uh, Anna Soler with uh, Say So here on Open for Business, the monthly Gwinnett Chamber radio show. Uh, what kind of information do you share during the cultural humility trainings that you provide? Cultural humility is more about, instead of us coming in with a set of fact sheets about every single culture there is, which is impossible to do, we actually ask folks to, to look at themselves and figure out how they actually react to people who are different. Because really the, the only attitudes we can change are our own. We can't really, you know, tell you how to feel about somebody else. Um, and so we talk about how, for example, teachers can connect with the students and can actually help the families feel a little bit more welcome in the school system because our, our educational systems are very different. So we want to make sure that we reach out to the families that come in. We always love to share stories, success stories here mm-hmm. on, on this show and our other shows. Can you give us an example of maybe where you you helped really bridge that gap? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we actually, I actually have a um, an intern that was one of my students. We one of one of the programs that we have is a program for bilingual high school students to actually teach them the value of being bilingual and being bicultural. Um, and so after the, my intern completed that program, he said, "I really want to do something else with the, with the skills that you've provided me." So he's actually working with me, developing a lot of programs for parents. So he's actually learning how to create a program, how to evaluate it, how to, how to actually implement it. And that's been a great experience for him. So, so this is a, a younger person you've mm-hmm. been working with. Absolutely. And I understand from my notes here that you do work with uh, a lot of our younger folks in the community. Talk more about that. I do. And that's that's really a program that's, that's dear to my heart because of my personal experience having come in as a young person and having to learn the language myself. You know, we we talk to the kids about, you know, the financial gains of being bilingual and not just the financial gains, but the cognitive gains of being bilingual and being bicultural. Take them on tours to, we took them to the courthouse, for example, in Gwinnett County to show them what a legal interpreter does. They met the judge and we talked about some different options they can have as long as they stay in school, number one. And as long as they keep their language. So, you know, we've, we've really expanded their, their vision and the things that they can do with the skills that they have. You talk about uh, bridging the, 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 uh, the gap between the language and cultural uh, differences and so forth and helping schools, medical profession. What about businesses? I, I, I know your sweet spot is the schools in the medical, but, but are you expanding into businesses? Can businesses maybe that are listening to us right now uh, look at look to you for some help. Absolutely. So we've worked with a couple of organizations, small nonprofits, and basically what we do is we try to figure out how to help businesses recognize the diversity within their own businesses because we 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 do have a diverse workforce, and sometimes the businesses may not realize that at first, and so we help them understand. You know, it's not just about culture, but it could be folks with disabilities. It could be you know, a whole gamut of different types of um, diversity that you could take advantage of. So we definitely work with different businesses to help them out. Anna, let's talk more about the, the training and, and, and how that engagement is. Do you do it one-on-one with the businesses? Do you 
do more group training? Mm -hmm. Uh, What are some of the options that somebody may have? So most of the trainings that we have done have been um, in large group settings, but we do a lot of interaction. So the the trainings, we we like to say that it's, you know, 80% interaction, 20% theory, because we really want you to get your hands dirty and really talk to each other. Um, A lot of... (laughs) After the trainings that we've done, we've realized that a lot of people don't really know their coworkers very well. And so we get them to really interact with each other in a different type of setting. So it's um, it's more of a small group type of activity that we, that we offer. And I want to go back to the, one of the basic questions at the beginning as far as uh, the, the, the bridge that you're gapping for our language. Which languages are we talking about and which cultures are we talking about? So in Gwinnett County, the largest languages that we have are, of course, Spanish is number one. Then we have Korean, um, Chinese, uh, Vietnamese, and Arabic. So those are our main languages that we work with. But as far as our, we also have an interpretation and translation department within our company. And we pretty much have any language possible. We have um, folks who are trilingual. Uh, which is wonderful. So it's pretty much a representation of of not just the diversity in Gwinnett, but in the United States as well. People know two languages; they're bilingual. Mm-hmm. If they know one, is that unilingual? What you're, is? You're is still there... special to us. <laughs> <laughs> you're still able to learn a second language. There's never it's never too late to be able to learn a second language. I'm special. <laughs> I, I know one and a half. That's good. So, so I'm al- almost there. <laughs> so so obviously you you have to find people to, to help translate and interpret. Where do you find these folks that you use for your company mm-hmm. that, that do all this? So um, most of the interpreters that we work with or work as contractors for our company actually have attended, uh, attended a lot of our professional development opportunities. So they actually have been participants in our own workshops. We take a look at their skills and figure out if they're going to be able to have the people skills to be able to do this job. Because it's not just a matter of having the language and the cultural, but it's also being able to, to interact with folks in a, in a, in a different setting. Um, so we do our recruiting there and also we uh, work with different other agencies to be able to share resources um, that we need. Well, these are people that are going to be representing your company. Absolutely. Say so. <laughs> You're based here in Gwinnett County in the, yes. in the Snellville area. Mm-hmm. What service, where is your, your range of service? I, I, is it just people that you can touch physically or can, we you know, obviously our listeners are all over the country here. Yes. Can you work with companies outside the Atlanta area? Yes. So, um, of course, a lot of what we do is in Gwinnett, but we actually work with different school districts, for example, Henry County, Clayton County Schools. In terms of the medical um Part of our of our trainings, we work pretty much anywhere. We have um, capability to do a lot of training online, which has been great in terms of our reach. Um, and we have also uh, done a lot of trainings in Alabama and South Carolina and also Arizona. As the uh, founder and CEO of the company, not of course are, are you seeing overseeing the day to day operations and mm-hmm. making sure everything's being done properly, but you have to grow your business or would I would think would want to grow your business. How are you growing your business? How are you finding new clients? Well, a lot of the um, clients that, which is something that that we're really proud about is is really word of mouth. So a lot of the folks that we have uh, trained through our professional development opportunities for bilingual folks and also through our cultural humility trainings have referred us to to other counties and other um, school districts. So we're really proud that we have been able to expand um, in, in that sense. Um, to reach other counties as well in other states. I want to ask you about the name of the company. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pronounced SESO. Yes. S-E-S-O, cap, with the capital S's. The two S's are both capitalized. Where, what does the name represent? <laughs> well, thank you for asking that. So that is my son's nickname. And so anything that I do is based on him. 
So everything that we do in the company, and I always tell folks, you know, if you're working with me, you're working with my son. Uh-huh. So that's actually his, nick- his nickname, but it also means brain matter in Spanish. So it just happened to fall into place. Okay. Yes. Well, and also, you know, when you say it out loud, say mm-hmm. so, it, you know, say speaking right. language, it kind of, so it works on a lot of different levels. Yes. Well, thank you. I never thought about that. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, well, you, you know, you, uh, I'm special. Remember, we you talked are, about that. Um, before we let you go, about nine months ago, you told me you joined the chamber, the Gwinnett Chamber of uh, Commerce. How has that helped you joining the chamber? Why did you decide to, to join the chamber? Well, it, it's been one of the best decisions I've ever made as a, as a business person because truly they have helped me from the very beginning. They have been incredibly welcoming. I had a, my first meeting with a, with a person, uh, with a membership uh, coordinator, was incredibly helpful. I was really working in a bubble and, you know, I was not really growing as a business. They helped me um, determine what skills I needed to, to have in order to start expanding and of course, they gave me the opportunity to do something like this, for example, and start getting to know other other people that can mentor me as a as a business person. So they've been incredibly helpful to me. A great. Most important question I'm going to ask you today now, for those that would like to find out more, maybe use your services, sure. where, they can, where can they get more information? So the best way to do that is to visit our website. It's www.seso.incga.org. Great. Anna, thank you for joining us thank and congratulations you. on the growth of your business. Continued success. Thank you very much. Anna Soler with Say So here on Open for Business. All right. Our next uh, organization that we're going to uh, feature today and, uh, and share some information about is called Certified Home Care of Georgia. And we are joined by the CEO and founder, Judine Lynch, and with the uh, community liaison, Peter James. Uh, Peter and Judine, uh, welcome to the program. Thanks for coming by this morning. Thanks yeah, for thanks. having us. Thanks, Mike. So, right. so who's who's the real boss here? <laughs> Peter. It is Peter. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, Peter, <laughs> Peter rows the boat here. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll throw this question out and let you both answer it. But uh, give me, tell me what Certified Home Care of Georgia, in, in its essence, what do you guys do? Okay, we provide uh, customized care to people who are no longer able to help themselves. We help them to stay in their own home and receive non-medical care. So we can send a caregiver out there to help them with bathing, dressing, and medication reminder, help them to do things that they're no longer able to do for themselves. Now, are we talking about elderly people only? or no, are these no other, we're talking anybody about anybody has... who cannot help themselves. Like, uh, you know, somebody who just had an accident. We just had a guy the other day we were taking care of. He had an accident and, you know, we helped him and he's back on his foot and he's gone back to work now. But we were there for six weeks. Okay. I never thought about that. Yeah. So maybe just for, an, for a, a short a, stay. A term. Mm-hmm. I, I got you. Talk, talk more about the benefits of home care, because I'm not sure people realize all the things that you probably offer. <laughs> right. Well, from the day you were born, we were created to be independent. We started crawling, then we started walking, then we create our own. So we call that independence. So everybody would like to stay in their own home if they get sick or, you know, not able to do stuff for themselves. So we, you know, we go in and help people to uphold their dignity, you know, do things their way. You want to be in your home, even if you're getting care. So that's what we do, provide. You mentioned the story of the, of, of the person that had the accident. So right. obviously they... They realize, okay, something's happened. I need some help. I may not have any family nearby to help out. So Mm -hmm. I'm bringing in certified home Home care care. of Georgia. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, Judy and Peter, in most cases, 
the person doesn't know they need the home care or they don't want the home care because I don't want to give up my independence. independence. In, in this go. case, we're probably talking more about elderly folks, elderly folks, where you're probably working then with with a family member, a son or a daughter or yeah. brother or sister. Mm-hmm. H- how does that play out sometimes? Because I, I imagine some folks, unlike the one that had the accident, they're right. like, "I'm right. not. I don't. I don't want Peter or right. Judine or." Right. And we'll talk more about the folks that did actually are doing the, the, the care. Right. I don't want them coming into my home. Right. And that we get that a lot because, as I said before, no one wants to give up their independence. So, you know, a family member normally see the needs like mom, she's leaving a pot on the stove and they go to visit and they see the pot is being burned. Uh, she's forgetting to take her medication. Her appearance is different. She doesn't, she's not color coordinating anymore. So they realize mom needs help and mom is going to say no, but they'll, you know, say, mom, let's try it for, you know, a, a day or two and see what happens. And then when we go in and we build this relationship, they get, you know, accustomed to the caregiver, you know, they normally, you know, just go along with it and, and, and love it because we pamper them. So we are there to help them not to take away their independence. So we could take them to grocery shopping, let them go in, buy their own grocery. We had a guy who he said, we don't want anybody. His wife know they needed somebody. So we went in, he wasn't happy, but the second week he was good. So we <laughs> took him to grocery shopping. He go in, goes inside the grocery, he gets his cart and he picks up his stuff. So we're just like an escort to the grocery store. So he does his own thing. Right. I got you. Mm-hmm. And, and you mentioned the thing like the boiling pot or something. I mean, there it, you it, go. it's a safety it's issue. It's a safety issue. I had one customer uh, the other day got lost for about uh, four hours. Uh, <laughs> his wife, he didn't come home. And the kids, they had to uh, call 911 after 24 hours. And they found him. But, um, you know, that's when they realized and told him that we need to get somebody here to drive you because nobody wants to say i'm going to turn in my driver's license right right let's talk about the folks that are actually giving the care and going into the homes where do you find these folks are they certified how are they trained okay so all our caregivers that's what we call our company certified home care of georgia all our caregivers are certified they're licensed by the state of georgia that means they've gone to school to become a certified nurse's aide we screen them. We do a rigorously, you know, uh, screening. We do background checks and we do a competency test, a skill test, and uh, we do two interviews. So our staff is equipped to um, identify good caregivers. As the saying goes, it takes a good caregiver to know a good caregiver. I've been a caring for people and staffing people since 1987. So I know a good caregiver as soon as I see one. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, um, that's where we get our rich reputation, you know, reputation of having the best caregivers around town. So when I send a caregiver in your home, she's going to do things exactly how she was trained, but she's going to do things, focus on doing things your way. Let's talk about some of the things that some, some places that offer the similar services you can and cannot do. Yes. Dispensing medicine. Right. Is, can that be done? Okay. Well, uh, by the state, you we, can, we cannot put the medication in the client's mouth, but we can hand them the medication because okay. we are licensed by the state. We're mandated by the state of Georgia Department of Community Health. So we cannot put medication in the client's mouth, but we can help them to get it organized and remind them of their medication. I've heard of some that actually will help folks with the, with with their bills. Oh yes, 
We help them with their bills. We help them with grocery shopping. As much as they want. Everything. We come in to do things you're no longer able to do. In the same time, we're upholding your dignity and not taking away your independence. Peter, was it was it Judy before the show, show said she was nervous? It wasn't sure she yeah, wanted to talk you, a lot. You notice I haven't yeah, said it much, Mike. Right? There, there's, there's, to... there's some passion there. <laughs> That's right. Now, Peter, your community liaison. Right. What does that entail? Well, basically, I'm the face of the company, if I can say that, uh, with Judy. I, I think, think Judy needs me. to be the face of the right. company. You know, We're going to change that starting today. Yeah, basically, not, Nothing against you, but <laughs> it's okay. I can work with that, Mike. I mean, that's one of the roles of being an employee. You know, you yep. tend to the boss. So you, but um, as a company to liaison, basically my job is to be, be out there every day representing the company. Um, I go to business association meetings, Chamber of Commerce, which we're a part of here. Mm-hmm. We've been at it over three years. Mm-hmm. Um, I set up arrangements like radio shows like this one. Um, I meet with um, top-level um, executive directors, people that are in the decision-making process in some of the retirement homes or senior citizen facilities. I do um, try to put together press releases, and we do uh, quite a variety of different things. But it's really working with the community to let them be more aware of what we're offering and how, why people say we're a step above the rest. How did you get connected with Judine? It's kind of interesting. And, and uh, I'm a final expense advisor. So what I do basically, I advise people on final expenses. And Judine happens to be one of my clients. Her mom is a client of mine. And we got connected and we go to different networking meetings together. And um, she saw what I did repeatedly. And she said, you know, She's yeah. been at me for a while to come yeah. work for her, and I've been skirting it. But I came back uh, last year and uh, decided that I was going to give it a shot, and it's one of the best choices I made. How long, Judine, has the company been around now? Since 2009. And, and, and who came up and created the vision for what you guys do? Well, me. I, <laughs> I have a passion for care. So as I said, I've been doing this since 1987. So, you know, I want to put my touch out there. I want to put my signature on care. So I want to help people to get quality, customized care in their home. So that's, you know, when I started Certified Home Care of Georgia. And the areas that you can serve, you're, you're, you're based in Decula, Georgia, or yes. as we were talking before the show, Decula, right. I guess that's what the natives <laughs> say, uh, but that's here in Gwinnett County. But right. uh, talk about the areas that you serve. Okay, we serve 10 counties. It's Cobb County, DeKalb, Fulton, Gwinnett, Jackson County, Barrow, Newton, Rockdale, Walton, and Clark counties. Ten counties. And, and so that's that's just we're just getting started because we're, we're coming to started. we're coming bigger. to a county near you soon. <laughs> there, you, soon. there you go. How do people? Um, as, as far as I guess the biggest question I want to ask is insurance. A lot yeah. of folks will go. Well, well do, is there insurance that would cover this, or do I have do I right. pay out of pocket? Okay. Talk about that. Well, you can pay out of pocket, which we call private pay. You can pay with a credit card. You could be uh, pay with Medicaid if you're qualified for Medicaid. We accept Medicaid and we accept all long-term care insurances. Okay. And what's the first conversation sound like? If someone's not really sure, can they have a consultation with you? Is there a cost for oh, that? There's no cost. Our consultation is free. So we come and sit with you because this is how I we get to deliver care. We come and we sit and listen to your needs and your dislikes so we can give you things exactly how you want it. So that's how we do our thing. We focus on listening to understand each client's needs because everybody's different. Mm -hmm. And just in case you're wondering, Mike, it's customized care at its best. You know, um, Frank Sinatra, the song, I did it my way. 
we do it your way. You so go. basically, we, we come in your home and as Jaleen said, we listen to what it is that you yeah. want. You make a list of the, the services you need. And guess what? We, we try to deliver every time, all the time. On what and need. we stay in constant contact with you until the service we promise is being delivered or exceed your expectation. By the answer you both gave, I'm assuming then the range of, of the frequency could be as much as every day, right. a couple times a week, week once right. a week, a couple times a month even. Right. So we have people who just need, uh, mom is good. She she can do everything for herself, but she just needs somebody to take her to the doctor's appointment. So we take mom to doctor's appointment. We take her out of the house, in the car, to the doctor, sit and wait, and then take mom back home. So it's from little as four hours to anything. So we customize. So that's what we do. Mm-hmm. 24 hours a day. 24 hours, anytime. Part-time, right. midterm, right. So long-term. We, mm-hmm. Obviously, if, if someone like myself hires you out, there's, there's a trust factor there right. that you're going to take care right. of, of my mom. If there's an emergency, something comes up, oh my goodness, she's got to get to the doctor this afternoon. We forgot about it. Right. Is there... Yes. Well, can we, we call have, you? Yes. Wait, I need three, if help? you can call us, if you can call us by 3 p.m., we can have a caregiver in your house within the next four hours after the call. Okay. Because mm-hmm. you never know. Things right. like that yeah. come up all the time. Yeah. Well, that's great stuff. I mean, obviously, with the aging population, too, I'm sure you're seeing the, the, oh, the, the growth yes, in this business right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. A lot of competition out there yes. as well. Right. But it sounds like the, the passion. The passion. And, and everything you, you have. Right. That. Customize. Right. And we're we're customized. We're doing things how you want it. It's your home. We're respecting that and we're giving you things how you want it. So, you know, I don't just take up a caregiver and send to your home. I stay in constant contact with both you and my caregivers to see that what I promise is going to be delivered. Peter, we promised we, we're telling <laughs> our, our listeners. Yep. Judy didn't say a word before no, the show. I didn't. <laughs> that's good. So nervous, but, but the passion is there. How long have you guys been members of the chamber now? You said th- three it's years? over three years. Three right? years. So talk about the reason you joined the chamber and how has that worked out for oh, you? Oh, that has worked out very good because it Peter, helps you're us. not going to talk at all, are you? <laughs> it helps I'm us a to <laughs> It helps us to network, uh, to brand, and to, to build relationship with other businesses. And mm-hmm. we've got seen a lot of clients, you know, call us because of, you know, our being, you know, out there and networking. Yeah, one of the major things is, is developing business relationships or what we call power partners with people like um, attorneys who are in elder care, uh, realtors who sell to the senior population, mm-hmm. uh, along with other health-related companies, staffing. Um, and sometimes as simple as, um, you, I mean, you never know who will come up to you and say, hey, I have a relative, because sometimes it's not even a business as such, but somebody personally has been touched. And one of the questions we ask is, who do you know that has been in the hospital in the last six months or who is getting ready to go in the hospital for hip replacement, knee surgery, his mom uh, suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's right. or a relative. Because sometimes, Mike, is not who is not you, but it's who you know. And the chamber has been very instrumental in helping us connect with the right people. Earlier, Judy was listing off the counties that you guys are now serving and you not jokingly, seriously said, hey, we're coming to a county near you. So talk about the future plans. I mean, are you looking to to go into other cities or just kind of kind of grow from Atlanta and expand out that way? No, we're looking to go into other cities. Um, you have uh, like in northern Georgia where we want to get in those counties and, um, you know, you know, quality customized care is something that we want to spread. We want to show people that you can stay in your home as long as you want and we're going to come and, you know, deliver. Mm-hmm. 
our plan right now, I think the next city that we're going into is going to be Athens. So we're going to expand out in that area, Oglethorpe County and some mm-hmm. of the other rural jurisdictions out there. But a lot of growth out that way. So mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. And a big thing to Mike is underserved for the most part, what we're picking up. Most of the, the companies that are forming up uh, health home care related, they're mostly in the city. So we want to get out there in the country and, you know, mm-hmm. sit on the folks on their porch and rock and cheer and all that good stuff and okay. listen to their stories. For those that want to find out more about Certified Home Care of Georgia, where can they get more information? Um, you can go to our website, which is www.certifiedhomecareofgeorgia, that's spelled out, dot com. And our phone number uh, is 770-635-8042. Certified Home Care, we put the care in home care. Well done. Judine, Peter, thank you for joining us here on this program. Thank you. All right. uh, Thanks uh, to them with Certified Home Care of Georgia. Also, Anna with uh, SESO for joining us here on Open for Business. A quick reminder, uh, this is the Gwinnett Chambers uh, monthly radio show on Business Radio X. You can re-listen to this episode or any of the previous episodes by going to businessradiox.com. Then go to the Gwinnett Studio, and you'll see the icon for Open for Business. Uh, My thanks to our producer, Trey. I'm Mike, and we'll see you next time right here on Open for Business.